Welcome to All Things IDD. Today I have a staff member from the ARC coming to talk to us about our transportation program and some of the needs we have that have come along with a rapidly growing program. Armando, thank you so much for joining us today on All Things IDD. Thank you for having me. If you don't mind just introducing yourself and your role at the ARC. Uh, my name is, of course, is Armando Perez, and of course I work at the ARC, and I am the transportation coordinator slash building maintenance coordinator, I guess, in a sense as well. And what, um, so you, you had worked at the ARC previously mm-hmm. and left. Yes. Um, you were at our day hab. Yes, I was the supervisor at the day hab. I helped open it. That was tons of fun. I enjoyed it. That was actually something that I really wanted to do. Me and uh, David Hamilton had gone to uh, Abilene to visit the, uh, I cannot remember the acronym to that place. Oh my God, I feel bad. That's okay. I'm blanking on it too. I know, but we did. We went there, we visited, and it put a bug in both of us. We were both like, oh my God, this is how it should be. We saw how they ran their day hab. We saw how they ran their job program. We saw how they had their actual living space for them, apartments, their their homes. They weren't apartments. They were homes. Mm-hmm. Uh, their staff and just seeing their members. After that, I was bit. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is how it should be. Why don't we have something like that? So then, of course, uh, time went by and... I just, it was in me that was like, man, we need something like this, or at least the day hat for sure mm-hmm. that's comparable to this. And uh, one day me and David were talking and he had mentioned that the ARC is looking at opening a day hat. And I was like, oh, awesome. And uh, so then I got hired on for the daycare mm-hmm. in the summer. And then talking to you and talking to Christy, like, hey, you know, I hear you opening a day hat. And y'all, are y'all looking for maybe, you know, whatever? And, you know, hey, we need a supervisor. And I was like, I'd like to try that, please. Yeah. And sure enough, it worked out great. I enjoyed it. The two years that I did there, it, I needed that because it was almost like therapy for me. Mm. Because uh, the school, working for the school district for almost those 10 years, which that was my experience, of course, uh, working my first, I worked at Ojai in the BAC room behavioral adjustment class I worked for JJAEP and then my last uh, years I worked at Harrell in the Life Leap program high school kids and uh, so of course doing all of that it was it was mentally and physically draining Mm -hmm. very much but going to the ARC and doing that day have oh god I needed that (laughs) <laughs> it was it was like therapy, just not only for my body, just allowing my body to heal, but also um, just for my heart and my soul. It mm-hmm. was just like, oh, man, this is, you know, it was just great. I loved it. I enjoyed it. Uh, and, things, oh, my gosh, the members yes. love, loved, currently love you as well. But while you were at the day <laughs> have, it was just... Armando walks in the door and it's superstar. Armando. Oh, I, know. I know. They make you feel like a superstar. Yeah. I tell you. It's awesome. And you the love. I mean, it was just the love. And, you know, the first year or so, you know, everything's going great. Everything's going fine. And everybody's just, hey, hi, whatever. But the catalyst or the person that started all that was 
um, Dan, Big Dan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He started because he would always say, I love you. Oh. I love you. And then before you know it, it's just everybody start. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. And everybody in that building is like, love you, Mondo. I love you, baby. Love you. I love you. you know, and it just caught. Oh. Everybody from then, it just kept going and going. And, and then, you know, when I left, you know, it was just like everybody, oh, I love you. Love you. Oh, have a good day. You know, and it was just. So much it was love. It was a great experience. Loved it. Loved doing it. So, man, you're coming up then, would it be on 20 years of it, working in the IDD field between the schools? Not quite that much. Uh, we're probably looking at roughly about 15, 16 years. I did work a year out at the state hospital mm-hmm. uh, way back when I was young. <laughs> and honestly, I should have known then that I had a um, heart or, or just know. I should have known then that uh, that was a field that I should have just kind of stayed in. Mm-hmm at that time um because when i left i was not happy Mm. walking out of that building and leaving because i worked with adolescents okay and uh and and it it ranged everything from um some kiddos with down syndrome some kiddos with uh uh, bipolar just uh, just the range just Mm -hmm. the gamut of everything Mm -hmm. and when i left just very just sad leaving them and I should have known that I, that right then I should have known that that I ended up taking a detour, like a 10 year detour. Mm-hmm. And then my wife talking me into working for the school district. And it's like, OK, yeah, all right, I'll do it. And then sure enough, finding my niche. Yeah. Finding my niche in it, enjoyed it. And uh, and then when this came up, I was like, oh, I got to do this. Left for a few years, left the, left the day have for a few years, uh, mostly for, you know, uh, financial reasons and uh but the ark was always in the back of my mind mm. the ark was always in the back of my mind back of my heart and knew that it was like man if i can ever get back there again that would be nice that'd be cool because it's just i felt like that's what god made me for mm. so i was like maybe one day and then sure enough having some health issues having some stuff going on and it just brought it more to light. Mm-hmm. And whether or not you believe or don't believe, it was, to me it was a God thing because had all these issues happening out of nowhere. Anthony calls, hey, let's, let's hey, come, let me take you to lunch. Sure, no problem, let's go, you know. I'm just starting to feel decent where I can go out of the house. And uh, before, by, the end of, by the end of lunch, I might have a position for you. <laughs> and I was like, are you serious? Are you being serious? And he's like, yeah, I think so. I, I want to try something. I want to do something. Hence the transportation. Mm-hmm. And uh, sure enough, it was just like, yeah. and then, you know, we crunched some numbers. I sat there seeing what I could do, what we could do. And it was like, yeah, we can do this. Let's try it. And sure enough, and and just so happy to be back. And that was last year at some point, 2021? February is when I started, the beginning of February. Uh, started that. Uh, of course, the transportation had already begun. Mm. He had already started doing that with some of the, the, the workers there already. They were picking up uh, kiddos and taking them to Spectrum. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, so he had already started doing that. It was maybe two, three or four kids. Okay. And that was it at the time. And... Uh, and we were just providing um, 
little bits of transportation for members to get to the hero house and all that stuff. Uh, I get my first week we had that snowstorm and I had to go pick up one of our members for the hero house. And man, oh man, that was fun. <laughs> I, I have pictures of it still of the snow and how bad it was and everything. But, you know, she hadn't been. And of course, this was right after COVID. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these guys had been locked up. Yeah. They've been stuck in their homes and couldn't go nowhere. And it was like, no, we need to get them here. So got in the van, took off, got them, brought them there. And, uh, but yeah. And then it has just slowly grown and grown and grown. And the more, and I, we've got Spectrum now basically telling everybody, oh, by the way, this is what the art does. If for some reason you're having difficulties with transportation because some, the schools can't do it for whatever reason. Uh, I believe it's because the, their buses aren't running at that time, mm-hmm. pretty much. Oh, okay. I think that's why. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're needing somebody because if not, they're having to leave work or they're having to uh, just to... Find they, find the, somebody else or... So yeah, getting parents to see if they can help mm-hmm. or if they can do this and if they can get the kiddo to therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course... It's just, it's just real. It's a burden on them. They can't mm-hmm. do it sometimes. And of course, they're having to leave work all the time, and that's not good. You yeah, know, you can't, right. you can't just be hopping up and leaving all the time. Or they're having to use their lunch to just do that. Mm-hmm. So of course, and what we charge is minimum. You know, just enough to put gas in the van, just enough to keep tires, maintenance, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Everything's at a minimum. It's just cost. Yeah, is what we're doing it at. Yeah, it's really providing a service. I mean, for sure, providing the service, but yeah, at an affordable rate. Because yes, what good would it be if we were just charging what exactly? Uber or whatever. And that and that was it. Because a lot of our members during the whole COVID thing again, uh, they were having to use taxis, they were having to use Ubers or or whatever. And of course, most of our guys are on you know fixed budgets, mm-hmm. so they can't afford it. So they're missing doctor's appointments. They're missing things, you know, where, that they're not supposed to miss. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was definitely hanging on Anthony's heart. Yeah. In that regard, so it's like, oh, we we got to get these guys. We mm-hmm. got to get them, and then, you know, we have to provide this for for yeah. our members, and for the community. Mm-hmm. You know, and what's also a, a plus for us is that we're familiar. Because a lot of times you can call an Uber or a, what's the other one called? Lyft. Lyft. Yeah. You can call them and nothing against them. But a lot of times they're not going to understand, you know, why the kiddo back there, you know, or a person is screaming or Mm -hmm. or having a moment or something and that scares them. Mm -hmm. And we're familiar with it. We understand. We know. And with some of them, maybe you can talk to them. And some of them, you just stay quiet and just Mm -hmm. watch them and let them, you know enjoy and that's what I try to provide when I when I pick them up each one is different each Mm -hmm. one is specific like I pick up one he likes it just dead silent don't say a word I can do that Mm -hmm. and then I have others that just want to talk the whole way which is fine and it's fun and most of most of them are very young at least most of the ones that I pick up and uh the the conversations are hilarious they're little kids <laughs> and they're funny the things that they find interesting and the things that they talk about it's just it reminds me of my kiddos so Aww. it's fun it's fun so awesome it's fun just driving and we're talking about what we had for lunch and did they have fun today and did it, how was school and just those basic conversations just those just those questions mm-hmm. see how they're doing and you know a lot of times that i'll find out real quick what kind of mood we're in and okay well, today's the day we're just gonna cruise we're not gonna say much <laughs> I love that you um, are finding 
value in the point A to point B. It's not just about getting there. It's mm. about really seeing the person. So I think that's really sweet. Well, for sure, especially if I want them to trust me. And in the end, if something happens, I need them to listen. And they're not going to listen if they don't trust me, if they don't know me and like mm-hmm. me. You right. know, it's like because there are certain days, you know, it's like you need to stay in your seat. Just wait. Hold on. <laughs> sit there and and you know it's but it's they they're fun and then of course picking up the guys at the hero house and uh, dropping them off or picking them up and those conversations are fun they're just oh i did this at bingo or we did this yesterday at the baseball game or and it's just they they tell me the whole experience and it's fun just so listening sweet. to them and do any uh, uh any rides that you provide like you had mentioned a doctor's appointment to some of our programs to therapy therapy is the main thing uh we of course we provide transportation for our guys our members at the hero house that's one thing of course uh also we provide for the daycare to bring our guys from daycare and then i guess really now starting to become the main part of it now is getting uh students essentially from various ages, from four years old all the way up to 18 or, yeah, 18 years old, getting them to therapy, either being Spectrum or Odyssey, one or the other. Oh, I don't know what Odyssey is. Odyssey is basically the same thing as Spectrum. Oh, okay. They provide basically the same thing. They're just out by the base. Okay. So, you know, I have to sit there and plan, okay, how can I pick a kiddo from here, but also here and get them to Spectrum, but then I got to take this one over to Odyssey. So many so logistics. Just, yeah, yeah, so I'm having to do a lot of, a lot of back and forth with stuff so because you you had said um about how many rides do you give either each day or throughout the week probably on average if if it's just if we include everything from the hero house to daycare to um and then of course the kiddos and the or the group with therapy we're looking at over 30 30 35 on a on a on a busy day mm-hmm. and probably about 30 on just a regular day wow so and we have all our all our vehicles going we have our buses and then you also have to look at hero house they have their stuff scheduled mm-hmm. where they go to the food bank and help out volunteer there or they're doing meals on wheels and volunteering there so you know i pretty much i have the minivan and that's basically mine just to go through the day because we also get phone calls from our members are uh, independent living and sometimes they need a ride here or they need a ride there mm-hmm. for a doctor's visit or or groceries sometimes so we like to try to be as available as we can for them as well so that way we can go and pick them up get them there drop them off let them do the grocery shopping come back but then we also have to look at the schedule okay ah can't today let me see about tomorrow can we try to do it tomorrow can we try to do it another day um sometimes we pick up our guys and take them to go pay their bills Mm -hmm. so but right now it's just it's we're coming up short vehicles Mm -hmm. (laughs) because we have so many being used and then bridge is the afternoon part so then they (laughs) use the vehicle as well so it's they have is during the morning pretty much all morning bridge is towards the afternoon and that's not including the social programs yeah, that's not even touching that. That's not that's... even touching social because Miss Danita, who, by the way, I love this lady. She's a saint. She will, I need a bus or I need a van and I need to go pick up guys to get them to the bingos, to the dances, to the mm-hmm. whatever. So then I have to look at that and 
I, I, I made a, a calendar saying, hey, okay, everybody, I need y'all to put y'all stuff in the calendar <laughs> so I'll know where, where, what is going. Yeah. So then that way, no, sorry, I can't that day mm-hmm. because such and such has it for this day and we have it for the, so it's a lot, it's a lot to keep up with and try to manage. And so, yeah, you had mentioned another vehicle, just throwing another vehicle into the mix, how much that would Yes, change. that would be helpful. Like mm-hmm. another, another, either another minivan or another, uh, maybe not quite like our 15 passenger van, something a little bit more modern, something that where our adults could just walk in and stand because mm-hmm. those Savannah, like the Savannah, you know what Savannah is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it, you have to crouch and bend right. over and then you have to go through all, Which all we the... we have a lot of members with mobility yes, issues. And, and so. it's so hard for them yeah. and I feel so bad. And it's like, because uh, I struggle trying to get mm-hmm. to the back seat because I got to try to clean this thing every once in a while. <laughs> and it's a struggle trying to get through all the seat belts yeah. and trying to get, and it's such a narrow... Mm-hmm passage to get through the back seat so and we got we got adults Mm -hmm. you know and it's hard to get through that right so for sure definitely something in those regards Mm -hmm. we could definitely use because it would in the end i'm having to say no to parents right now because we don't have any more slots Mm -hmm. i'm also and me and anthony have definitely talked about reaching out because right now we're kind of limited to just the 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 wichita falls city Mm -hmm. limits right but I'm getting phone calls from Burke. I'm getting phone calls from our park. I'm getting phone calls because their kids need to come to the spectrums. They need to come mm, to the Odysseys. Right. And they have no way of, same reason why our parents here, they they have they can't leave work. They can't, you know, for whatever mm-hmm. reason, they can't make that trip. And of course, from Burke and from our park, wow, that's a long way. Right. So, you know, but we are definitely wanting to expand. Mm-hmm. We want to be able to help all yeah. our members that we can. It's it's a good problem yes. that we have, and it's yes. it's really cool. I think to see uh, whenever a program is launched, that it's like it fills up immediately. Yes. It's like okay, this was a need. There was there was people there For were people sure. out there that were missed, and so. Yeah, I know when Anthony was looking at, okay, what do we want to raise money for mm-hmm. with Texoma Gives? It There was a moment where it just clicked, um, I think at a board meeting when yeah. they were discussing it. <laughs> and it was like, oh my gosh, let's focus on getting um, enough funds to buy a vehicle. So yes. that's the big push. Um, for sure. Um, I know we have a, a $20,000 matching mm-hmm. grant. Um, so that means whenever anybody gives to the ARC on Texoma Gives or before, um, that donation will be doubled. And That's so awesome. the goal on September 8th will be 40000 and that includes that $20,000 matching fund, which is a good chunk yes. of change towards either a minivan, I know you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, anything, something to the, yeah, at this point, <laughs> anything, <laughs> anything would help for sure. Because, I mean, we also have Frank that uses the vehicles to help pick up uh, of course, our independent living. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, you know, he needs to meet them somewhere and stuff like that. So, of course, that would help as well. Because, of course, the Savannah is being used mm-hmm. during the day and one of the buses is being used. And, of course, a smaller vehicle would be better than trying to drive a bus around all around town. Right. <laughs> so, it would make it be more, especially yeah. with gas being the way it is mm-hmm. right now. Something I love to talk to people about is either the favorite, your favorite part about your job or maybe a member that you've really connected with helping people it's always been about 
if you need help, trying to be there to help you out and get there. You know, like our members, when it was at the Hero House, it was making sure that the building was the building was safe, that it was, that they knew they were loved, that they knew uh, they could talk. If they needed to talk, they could talk. And they would have that opportunity to talk. And in my mind, that's helping. Mm-hmm. Um, now with, with transportation, even if I just have them for five or 10 minutes, it's still the same thing. Yeah. You have an opportunity to talk if you want to vent. You're not going to be judged. If you want to talk about whatever it is you want to talk about, that's fine. Talk. Go ahead. You're going to have your 10, 15 minutes that I have you for. And then hopefully by the end, I don't, it's always just something I, I, I have them smiling or laughing at the end, knowing that it's not that bad. It's okay. It'll be better. It'll get better. It's and, like it's Mondo therapy. <laughs> and that's basically got that working with the school district and having to do that in the BAC room, which was, that was a lot of, uh, a lot of talking, a lot of conversations, a lot of just trying to get them to stay there for the day mm-hmm. instead of them doing the norm, which was just running and going, leaving the building, taking off, mm-hmm. going for weeks, nobody knowing where they're at. So, you know, it was always those conversations. It was always a lot of long conversations and them understanding. And a lot of times it would take every bit of a year or two for them to finally realize, you know what, Mondo, does he, uh, he actually kind of cares a little bit. I can talk to him. And, and it was always, and those conversations were, they fed me. Though, though knowing that I was helping them, knowing I could get them to just, the way I was explaining to people, just to open that window just a little bit. Mm-hmm. For them to see, oh, wait a minute, there is another way. Yeah. There's another way of doing this instead of fighting everybody and just having this big fights and troubles Mm and arguing with police and principals and all that. It's just sitting there with them. Now, look, look, just open the window just a little bit. Look, there's another way. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do it this way all the time. And that's doing that there. Then eventually at JJ... Then eventually, at Harold, it was a little bit different because most of my guys were nonverbal, uh, low-functioning. And uh, that, was, that was another beast altogether. That was something altogether different. It was a different approach because now you had to watch mannerisms. You had mm-hmm. to watch body language. You had to watch, you know, just you had to just keep your mouth shut and watch mm-hmm. because that was the only way you were going to see what was going to happen or what could possibly happen. And um, I was some. Um, I, l- I loved the loved the students and loved the staff because it ended up being a very tight niche group of people that you worked with, and uh, I still talk to them to this day. We still talk. We still call each other. We still converse, and uh, we still wonder about our kids, our students, our ex students, mm-hmm. and wonder how they're doing. And we get information every once in a while. And, oh, did you? or did you hear about that Aww. he's doing good or they're doing good now and da, 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 da. so yes it's it's still we're still connected so yeah it's helping mm-hmm. everything that it's always been about just trying to help help others help people that sometimes can't help themselves mm-hmm. it's so good and i think it's awesome because it's like man that's the goal and mission of the arc but i feel like the arc man is stacked with incredible staff members that have 
heart and passion for people with disabilities and Mm -hmm. everybody has kind of their own journey of getting there whether it's family members or previous employment yes um but it's just really cool to hear your heart personally and how that intertwines with what the arc does so i know we um yeah are just super lucky to have you um on our staff and um have you contribute in the ways that you contribute and how important it is what you do every day. So thank you so much. You're very welcome. Just uh, on September 8th, please donate some money because we could use another vehicle. We need another vehicle. <laughs> Y'all heard it, people. I mean, they are stretched thin. So. <laughs> yes, we are. We could definitely use another one. But yes, but that's it. Cool. Um, I will add to, um, yeah, give on September 8th. We have a goal of getting a donation for every member we serve. So we uh, have 250 members signed up with the ARC between children, teens, and adults. So our goal is to have at least 250 donors, which is a a high goal, but Mm -hmm. the minimum gift is, I believe, $10 donation. So um, spread the word. Even if you can only give $10, that makes a difference. And you can be a part of getting the ARC a new vehicle to help even more people. So please, um, thank you. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thanks so much for joining Armando and I today. As we said, Texoma Gives is on September 8th and we have a matching fund. So be sure to click on the link in the show notes and it will take you to our pledge form to where you can pledge to give on there or straight to the Texoma Gives page. As Armando said, we serve just within our transportation program over 30 members each day and it's just a huge need for our community. It's only possible to do what we do because of all of the supporters we have. So thank you so, so much for your generosity and considering to give to us. As always, be good to yourself.